Hey everybody, I'm Bionic Andrew. I'm Bionic John. And I'm Bionic Michael. And this week, our topic is Bionic 6. Uh, this, Go ahead, Andrew. This is another one of those, I was just going to say, this is another one of those cartoons that, uh, you know, spawned a toy line or a toy line spawned a cartoon. Um, I don't know. They kind of, they all, at the same time, and, you know, this is a big thing that was done in the 80s. So, uh, if, if you guys don't remember this, like, this is the toy line and the cartoon that was much forgotten in the 80s uh, with everything much, that I've looked at. Much you forgotten. guys see the same thing? Much forgotten. I even forgot it, yes. So it's, yeah, definitely yeah. forgotten. But we are doing this because this is episode six of the Toy Rewind, and we are. This is our Bionic episode, Bionic Six, episode six. So um, I don't know. A lot of people probably have noticed these things are starting to line up a little bit with some uh, with some fun things that we're doing with numbers and everything. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we're doing Bionic Six, and I, I'm excited to talk about this because this is going to be a fun toy line. John. It was definitely definitely the hardest to to research because there's nothing out there on it really. So yeah, yeah. Hardest, right, hardest so far. Yeah. So. But before we get into that, John, let's talk about some socials. So you can connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Toy Rewind Pod. Uh, look us up on Facebook. I'm not going to go through all that, so just look us up. Uh, email is toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com, and then you can always check out our website at toyrewindpodcast.com. So, um, real quick, about the emails. I know early on we had a little bit of a war with a specific podcast um, who will not be named, who doesn't like to respond via email to questions. Um, and I would like to say that we've had two or two emails come into us specifically that we have not responded to, um, but that's because they were family members calling us dorks and nerds. <laughs> and I talked about Adrian's email last week, and John, your wife emailed us this week and yes, called us did. dorks. So I guess shout out to Megan for uh, you know calling Hi, us Megan. what we are. She called us what we are. We, you know, we embrace it. Whatever, um, dorks, nerds, collectors, you know, um, enjoying our childhood. That's what we're doing, Megan. So, if you're gonna email us, you know, uh, we will try to respond to your email unless you're just being mean. But Megan had a question for us, and we're gonna add this question in as a real quick, uh, fun for all, not a fun for all question, but we're gonna answer real quick. So. Um, Coming up in the next few, I would say maybe the next ten or so, we're gonna we're gonna branch out. I know we've done the first six episodes, or the first yeah, the first six episodes have been mostly what you would refer to as boy toys. Um, I mean, we're three boys. This is the toys that we played with and whatnot. Um, we are gonna be branching out very soon. Um, we've got Polly Pocket. We've got Barbie on the line. Um, I mean, and pound puppies. These aren't. I don't necessarily call these boy toys as girl toys. Um, these just happen to be the ones that we wanted to start with. Uh, but we are getting into some of these. We have a very special Barbie episode coming up, uh, where we have somebody who's going to come in and tell us some stories growing up with Barbie. So it's going to be our first guest. Um, we're all very excited about that, and so we can't wait to, to do that. But that's going to be a few weeks down the line. But we are going to be branching into, if you want to refer to it as girl toys, we are going to be branching into that fairly soon. So 
Um, look forward to that. Um, for our fun for all question this week, um, this one has been one that uh, I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit today, just kind of going back and forth. But uh, the question, what one toy or toy line that you didn't own, that neither none of us had, um, do you wish you would have had growing up? So this has been kind of a topic for us, like I said, all day today, kind of just going back and forth on stuff. Because I would say, guys, we had a pretty good childhood, didn't we? I mean, yes, we did. did. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of toys out there that we, if we wanted, that we didn't somehow get, whether it be through Christmas or grandparents or just friends or whatever that we, you know, so, and I mean, toys were so much cheaper back in the day. Um, I can look at a lot of things now and be like, yeah, my kids don't have those because it's like expensive and they're going to tear it up. But, you know, we had, we had a pretty good childhood. So, um, I thought this would be kind of a good one for us to kind of talk about because it's kind of a challenging question. Um, do you, either one of you have an answer? Yeah, I had, I was looking, just thinking about mine. Um, you know, I had, you know, Transformers was a big thing of mine. Um, I didn't have very many of them. But I did. I loved the ones I did have. Um, I'm trying to remember if I, I, I believe I had uh, uh, Grimlock, and but I didn't have any of the other Dinobots, and that was one that that I wished I would have had to go along with Grimlock is the other uh, the other Dinobots uh, to go with those. Um, you know, you had Slag and Sludge and uh snarl and swoop so those are the ones um i kind of wished i had um you know i wished i had also go along with that the um uh like the stunticons and stuff like that that combine some of the combiners i did have the constructicons all of them uh you know they 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 form one big they all connect to form one big robot transformer uh, but I wish I had another one that that I could play with with the Constructicons and them together in battle. So uh, that's kind of kind of what I I came up with. Uh, but overall, you know, there wasn't really anything. You know, we had a little bit of of just about all the toy lines through that era. You know, we didn't have all of them, um, but uh, we had enough to 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 make do uh, to keep us satisfied. I know there's a lot like. If you go through like GI Joe and stuff, you know they had the planes and the and the and the the boats, the battleship and the the aircraft carrier that's so huge that. But we never really wanted those, you know. It's just yeah. you know we had a few of the figures and we were happy with that. So um, there was up. a lot of stuff, yeah, a lot of have big stuff out there. Half your room. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. looking back at GI Joe, <laughs> I mean, I, I we probably didn't need it back. Probably didn't really want it back then, but. Looking back at it now, I would have loved to have had that uh, that USS flag. That that battleship was pretty cool. Like, but I I, been... I, I respect that now. I, like, I don't think I never <laughs> needed it back then. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that that would be nice to have, but back then we we like I said you had a few of the figures here and there, and it was just enough to keep us ha- happy and satisfied that we didn't have to go out and get any of the like the bigger things like like the like the Master Universe. You know, we didn't have to have Castle Grayskull. But we had a few of the figures. You know, we had He-Man and right. Skeletor, um, and all those. But and a few of those. But we didn't have we didn't have to have the whole play sets and everything to go with it. So, yeah. So it's I mean, what we had, we were we were happy with what we had. Yeah. John, anything from you? 
You know, I was trying to think about this question and go over it, but uh, I don't remember. There's not one toy line that sticks out to me now that I wanted so bad back then. But like we said, we had such a good childhood. You know, we had enough of stuff to keep us occupied and happy with that I don't remember anything that just truly sticks out to me saying, dude, I really wish I had this toy when I was a kid because I just completely missed out on it. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for me, it was it wasn't so. I I grew up. I mean, we all grew up, but um, I I played with a lot of Legos. Are you sure we all grew up? I mean, yeah, we, we we're still waiting of, on you. I don't know. I played with a lot of Legos. I had a lot of Legos, um, and we had a to how how big do you think that toy box was that Granddad made for us? Well, it was one of them because uh, he made two of them, didn't he? Six foot by two foot by two foot. So it was a pretty good size toy box. Is that about right? I'm looking at I'm looking at one right now, and it's <laughs> it was a smaller one, and it was it's probably about three foot long, probably about two foot deep and two foot wide. Yeah. And that was the one. So. Was that the one, Michael, that I used for my Legos? Uh, it may be. It's got a lot of when doing modeling and stuff. I got some model okay. paint and stuff on top of it, but yeah, it's. It's one. I, I still have it. Yeah. Okay. So our grandfather made us toy boxes. I think we had we had multiples, didn't we? Um, and I used one for my Legos. Obviously, Michael still has it because we all know who the hoarder is out of the three of us. Um, <laughs> no. uh, so Michael still has it, which is great uh, because it was our like I said, our grandfather made it. That thing was full of Legos, um, and there wasn't any. This was back before they came out with like the Pirates of the Caribbean or Star. Like they didn't have Star Wars. Like just all the different uh, lines. It was just Legos. Like they would have their specific lines. And the only ones that I can think of, um, there was Saber Island and Fort Legorado. Um, Saber Island being kind of the predecessor to um, the Ewok Village that they have now with uh, the trees, with the little forts and stuff. It was kind of Robin Hood-ish. You had a fort up in the trees, and then um, Fort Legorado was, you know, like Civil War-ish type guys, all the, the um, renegades and stuff off of like, you know, old Western type stuff, fighting bandits and stuff, and it was like a fort. Those were just larger Lego sets that the only ones that I can think of that I never, that I didn't have specifically. Um, I do remember saving up my money and buying myself the pirate ship from back then, which would be like one of the Pirates of the Caribbean's now. Um, but it was like yeah. the larger set, largest set that I think I ever had. Past that, it was just a whole bunch of little sets and the the larger boxes that we got for Christmas. So, yeah. Like, like I said, there's nothing that was like, hey, we didn't have this and it sucked. It was more of like, yeah. you know, we... We had a whole bunch and had a pretty good childhood. So uh, with that, I guess it's a shout out to mom and dad for letting us have yeah. a great a great childhood. I so. mean, we had a little bit of everything. So we didn't have all of certain things, but we had a little bit of everything. And like I said, it kept us happy. So yeah, yeah. So if you're listening to this, um, which we hope you are listening to, it, um, if there's a if there's a toy line or something that you wish you had growing up, uh, sh shoot us a Twitter, shoot us a tweet. Um, and let us know what those are, you know, what you wish you, you had, uh, growing up. So Twitter at us. just Twitter at us <laughs> or Instagram. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Whatever you want, you know, how you do it. Um, so with that, that's our fun for all. Those are our socials on how to get, how to get with us, uh, how to connect with us. 
Um, uh, and so we're going to do, we're going to kind of change up the way the show goes a little bit. Um, we've, we've realized the last couple weeks, uh, because these lines are a lot about the cartoon, a lot about the toys, um, we're going to kind of talk about the cartoons a little bit too. And the companies, um, a little bit of history behind the companies that made these. And we're going to start with this, but real quick, before we get into that, um, I'll, the intro to this cartoon, I, you, we talked about this just a few minutes ago. You, you guys tried to watch, or I don't know if you tried to watch it. You watched the first episode. I tried to yeah. watch it. Um, I don't remember this cartoon. Um, I do kind of remember the toys, but I don't remember the cartoon. And I tried to watch it, and wow. Uh, yeah, it was it was bad enough, I guess, that, that I comp- it completely lost. I, completely I, lost I, it. I don't remember any of it. So, yeah, which is very rare, that, that period of time, for me to forget about something. I, so. I want to play but, the intro here real quick. So we're going to do that. Let's listen to the intro. Okay. We are a family. I fight for them. They fight for me. As close as we can be. I am the mountain. Oh, deep in the sea. By our, by our sins. We're all together. We fight for right. By our, by our sins. We are so proud to be. A super future family. A family brought together by faith and given superpowers through the miracle of modern science. So that was a pretty good intro. Like the just the whole it goes into the singing. It's got a pretty good drum beat. I love the drum beat um, when it yeah. starts. So it's got the drum you know, beat, and then it goes it, like into like him talking, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah, and it's got a good family uh, story to it behind it. It's, it's what it is. It's just it's, it's the whole thing. It's about family. It is. So that's that was a good good premise for that time. You know that time for for kids and stuff. So it's it's like our yeah. podcast. It's about family. It's about family. Yeah. <laughs> so. so yeah. So this show, um, <clears throat> Michael, give us a little history about this. I know you've got it right. So yeah, I mean, I think John's got most of the the cartoon history. So. Actually, to, to really know the, the toy line and stuff, you need to know a little bit about the, the cartoon. Okay. So Yeah, let's uh, talk about the cartoon then, John. Yeah, so, so right. John, give us, give us a little backstory on this, and then I'll get with the, the toy line. So it kind of starts off, in the near future, uh, the Earth is at great risk from a wide variety of menaces from aliens and mad scientists. Uh, Professor Sharp had the Special Projects Lab creates... And that creates forms of technology and for humans, to augment humans, uh, through bionics. His first subject was Jack Bennett, a test pilot who secretly acted as Sharp's field agent as Bionic One. Um, then goes on, on a family vacation in the Himalayas, uh, alien spacecraft landed nearby and uh, Professor Sharp detected and requested Jack to investigate. During his investigation, 
Jack discovers that the aliens are trying to locate a mysterious buried object that is giving off strange radiation. Jack attempts to recover the object, and the aliens attack him, forcing him to reveal his, en his enhanced abilities uh, to his family, who were unaware of his secret abilities. Fearful of Jack's incredible powers, the aliens trigger an avalanche that buries the entire family. Jack frees himself, but discovers that the entire family is in a deep, comatose state. Um, and then Professor Sharp figures out that Jack's bionics is what protected him, so he puts the bionics in the rest of the family, which therefore makes them all bionic, a, a bionic family. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of how they got their so powers and stuff. It, interestingly enough, this is like, I, I can only assume that he's running off to save, because I, like I said, this this is not the first episode, so it starts off that they all have their powers, and then I guess later down the line they do a an origin story right, for yeah, all of yeah. them, and like, I just can't imagine that they don't realize that he's Bionic 1, because... <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, he doesn't even wear a mask. No. Like. No. Yeah, I, none of them. And, and, none of them do. And I think the, I think, do you they? know, the, the villain, which is Dr. Scarab, you know, he's, he's, he tries to figure out who they are, but from, from the, who they really are, real people are, but none of them wear masks or anything. This this <laughs> just their, the uniform is different. So I don't, villains, I don't know. Villains in the eighties yeah. were stupid. Right. Yeah. They weren't too bright. So, yeah, so you've got these, they don't wear masks. Um, I did like, in the like in the first episode, they do do their bionic thing where they, they turn bionics and they're like, bionic up, or whatever it was. I don't remember what it was. But, uh, and it goes to the whole thing. I guess their suits show their bionics and, and all that. They've all got different yeah. powers, too. So, mm -hmm. it's kind of a little different. You'd think that they're all kind of bionic, but... They all have the same powers, but I guess not. No, each one has. And, and you could take this. This probably is a good spot to where this uh, Lab Rats, one of the shows the kids watch now or here in the last few years, about bionic kids. So mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of brought back, I guess, later on finally. But it was one that kind of interests me because I know Jackson watched it a lot. So I was gonna say I've never well, heard also, of the show. You've never yeah, heard also, of Lab Rats? Nope, never heard of Lab Rats. <laughs> no, I hadn't. Uh, you know, also the the creators of this um, of the cartoon, uh, the producers or whatever, it was they were tied with uh, Six Million Dollar Man and Bionic Woman from the seventies. They wanted to come up with an idea to where they'd have the Bionic thing, but have a family. Now, yeah. what would happen if they if they had a family? And it, so that's the kind of story that kind of goes. I mean, it's not directly tied to the six million dollar man no. and bionic woman, but it's but it's it's what the story that they wanted out of that from the seventies. It's not so. tied to it, but I don't know if you noticed. So I was as I was reading up, looking at stuff, I did see that after they did this, it did spark a um, a comeback for the six million dollar man and bionic woman. Like they did some yeah. some combined shows directly after this kind of faded out a little bit, um, so it did mm -hmm. spark back for them to come back and do that. So, yeah, and there was some crossovers between the t the shows. 
like with voice actors and stuff. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's a lot of. Well, if, if you get to, I mean, if you get to looking at all the the voices, the voiceovers, and the the directors and all this kind of stuff, it's you know you see the same names throughout the '80s and all the cartoons. You know, right? Like Frank Welker's in this, and you know he's in like a million other cartoons. But but what um, but what one cartoon is Frank Welker known the most for? Megatron. And <laughs> he does. <laughs> No, Frank Welker's mostly uh, known now for Scooby Doo. He does uh, Scooby Doo, yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. So, so yeah, they, yeah. I mean, all those that whole time period, yeah. So everybody was doing. I mean, th- that was that was the early days for voiceover. So now, because you had a few people doing a lot of stuff, but now if you yeah. look at it, like you've got voiceover. Everybody does voiceovers. You know, I have to record for the new cartoon next week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, like if if you're a big name actor, you're probably doing voiceovers for something, you know. And I think Dis- mm-hmm. Disney kind of helped push that along as they were doing uh, their animated movies. So yeah, Disney got all the the real big Hollywood names doing that. Yeah, yeah. So and these guys, you know, through the '80s, you know, that's that's what they made their living on. Right, is, is all that kind of you, stuff. So. You don't see them in uh, in live action movies or anything. They're just voiceovers, and so no, uh-uh. yeah. But there's a lot of bleed over got, between those, which is awesome. Yeah. So you got you got uh, you know, like Frank Welker and Casey Kasem and yeah and uh, yeah all them that kind of those kind of guys you don't see them in live action but their their voices in so many cartoons if you just go through the line I mean that's they're all through there yeah uh, so that's a nice little Peter, history Peter Cullen oh, is yeah. is a big one too so I right. gotta mention Peter Cullen yeah. yeah so that's a nice history of the show and a little bit of run so they ran a couple seasons. Um, and there's a, there's two a, seasons, two yeah. seasons, but there's a specific number, specific number of episodes that they ran, which was, they had to run so many episodes for a toy line. We kind of talked about this yeah, last week with Voltron. 64. Yeah. It'd have to have 64 for syndication and, and, and Bionic 6 had 65 episodes. There were 65 so. episodes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we talked about that last week, Voltron, where they were trying to get those, which this one, they did 65 episodes between the two seasons. So yeah, and you know the the cartoon was out. It was out eighty seven, eighty eight. Um, whereas the toy line, the toy line actually came out a year before to promote the the cartoon. To promote the cartoon. So, so yeah. Well, let's talk about the toys, Michael. Okay. Yeah, like I said, in eighty six, you know, LJN, um, who we, we talked about a little bit last week uh, with Voltron, but they uh, they produced. Uh, these to tie in with the the cartoon that aired from or actually it says 80, 87 to eighty nine so it's two seasons there, uh, uh, you know you're talking about the, the the doctor the professor that put them gave them the bionic powers you know that's that's Am- Amadeus Sharp um, and then the villain of this group is uh, Doctor Scarab who is actually Doctor Amadeus's brother so. Uh, and he's got his own set of henchmen, uh, but they have a lesser form of power, uh, bionic power. So I, uh, I love the henchmen's names. Yeah, what what are their names, Andrew? Well, you've got Mechanic. He's the one that uh-huh. sticks out the most to me. Um, I'm trying to find out. Yeah, so you've got Mechanic, Glove, and Glove, uh, yeah. uh, Madamo, Chunk. Clunk. Yeah. Clunk. That's what Clunk. It's Clunk. Uh, and yeah. Chopper. Chopper. And Madamo. Right? And Madamo. Yeah. yeah. 
like <laughs> I just don't, so. like I don't know who was coming up with names in the 80s for these things. It just makes me laugh. They're just basic basic names. It's like what does this person look like? That's their name. So it, yeah. yeah. So actually, what their personality is. Actually, now that I mean, if people are listening to this, they've seen it. So yesterday, from when you're actually possibly when you're listening to this, we put out a little teaser that we were doing this, and the toy that I used for the teaser on Instagram and Twitter is the back of Mechanic. So you're looking at the back mm-hmm. of the toy, uh, which is it's a little worn, a little you know played with, but um, looks kind of cool, you know. Hey, he yeah. looks like a mechanic. Smells like a mechanic. Must be a mechanic. How do you know how he smells? So trying to come up with something. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the uh, you know this line. You know it was hard to to research this one because there's not really much out there on it. So right. like I said, there's there's thir- thirteen figures total. You had um, you had the Bionic Six, and then you had uh, uh, what's his name, the, the gorilla. Yeah, Fluffy, Fluffy. the mechanic Fluffy. gorilla. Yeah, the mechanic, mechanical or robotic gorilla that was more like a maid for them and, and kind of helps out in certain situations. But uh, well, it, This name like is only an acronym. The name right, is the, an acronym. Yeah. The name is an acronym. Yeah. And it took quite a while, Michael. You finally found the name. I, what the I finally found the... Wait, wait. What it possibly wait. means. Yeah, what it possibly yeah. means. Yeah. yeah. So read the back of that because, Michael, you sent us this earlier today because we were talking about this. Yeah. Hold on one second. I got it. Um, so Fluffy uh, stands for Friendly Life Unit for Family Interaction. Or? Or does it stand for Fluorescent Light Utilizing Force Field inhibit- Inhibitor? So we don't really know. So not even Professor Sharp, who invented Fluffy years ago, can remember uh, what all those initials stand for. So we don't know what exactly it's for. That just makes but, me laugh. Yes. That's kind of what that's what it says on the back of his uh, of his card there. Um, so yeah, it was kind of kind of funny when I found that. I was reading that. I said, okay. So, <laughs> but anyway, so there's there's six good six Bionic Six and Fluffy. So that makes seven characters there. And then there's uh, there's another six uh, villains. Uh, we just described them, and there was five vehicles. And uh, one playset, which was the secret headquarters super high tech bionic lab, so big name for a little <laughs> little rinky dink playset. So wait, um, you said how many vehicles? Okay, how many? There vehicles? Was five vehicles. There were five vehicles. Okay, yeah. So the yeah. vehicles you had the mules van. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What does mules stand for? Uh, well, it's multi. No. Did I forgot what it said for? I had it. Uh, but the L is the one. It's multi-utility. Uh, Mobile utility engineering station. Right. Yeah. There you go. go. Yeah. But where's the L come from? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not in there. Where's the L? It's out Some... of utility. That's the only way. They oh, oh, I guess it is. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Utility. Uh, and then there's yeah. a dirt, the dirt bike, the quad runner. The electronic laser arrow chair, and then the electronic flying laser throne. So, so in the episode that I watched, and I think it's we all talked about the same one that you watched. Um, I do love when they go to go to Africa. They fly out in the plane, the Sky Dancer, uh-huh. and they get over mm-hmm. it. And IQ, which I guess we haven't really talked about all their names yet, 
but IQ drops out the mules van um, or the mules van and uh-huh. it just flies down and me and Evie were sitting there watching. I was like, they just dropped that RV out of the back of the plane. And she goes, <laughs> how does it land? <laughs> All the time. It was just like, I mean, it just flew down. Yeah. It just flew down. I don't know. Why, why didn't just... they just take the RV instead of the plane? I don't know. Oh, they had, they had to get it across the ocean somehow. But I guess it's right. but the plane the plane comes out under the ocean anyway and comes out and it flies <laughs> it out there, yeah. So in the cartoon, yeah. So the five vehicles, so, but, the thirteen figures, and the one playset. What was the playset? Because I I didn't look uh, at that actually. The it was the it was just a it had a central thing who and that had a uh, a magnifying glass on top of it looked like, and it's it. it come out to three different sections like three different rooms oh that's right and like the entrance and there was a science lab and then there was something else to the third the third wing so i mean it didn't look like much didn't like a big play set so but it was it was their secret headquarters super high-tech bionic lab so it was their their meeting place so um other than those figures and vehicles and place that one play set all that came out Besides that, is one picture book, mm-hmm. which just had pictures of the characters, and then a ha- one Halloween costume. What was the Halloween costume? Uh, I didn't see anything about that. It was <laughs> just a mask and probably one of those little plastic drape over costumes of uh, of Bennett the the dad. So. Oh my god! Um, and that was it. Those were the best and, costumes. <coughs> they were, and the mask was one of those yeah. hard plastic masks that just. Just go on your face, go on your face, you know, with the with the with the elastic band around. Yeah, yeah. So, but Luckily, that was we, it. So. We didn't have to wear a lot of those. No, we didn't. No. Yeah. Um, so. so yeah, I mean, not a lot of toys really. Um, actually, not a lot of them, but a pretty stout line. Actually, I mean. Yeah, it was. It was for the for the completionist, and I don't know how many kids were completionists back then, but you could probably have this whole set pretty easily to be a completionist. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's the only. You know, like I said, that's the only. Usually, you know, lines like that they'll continue or they have plans to continue or whatever. But this was it. Um, a lot of people ask if if you know this if this line was actually a failure. Um, you know, you got to remember at that time, uh, there was a, there, there was a lot of competition, you know, there's, there's at least 20, 20, 25 lines of different toy lines out there, um, at that time in the mid eighties. So, um, it's kind of hard to, to pick that. Um, another thing, you know, they didn't have, um, they didn't have any, any extra media rollout or anything with this, you know, you didn't have any. Uh, just had the cartoon you had the toys you know they didn't have any other commercials or any other tie-ins or anything like that so uh, they usually you know like like nerf you know we talked about nerf at the first you know second episode it was tied in with kool-aid you know um the return the the uh star wars stuff you had your mail-in stuff like that you always had something out there and it tied into the movies then you had another movie and another movie um, this right here is just kind of, it kind of fizzled out before it even got going. Um, <clears throat> another thing about that time period too, that, that kind of hurt some of these toy lines, um, was the, the rapid growing video game industry. You know, you had, uh, the, 
Nintendo Entertainment System just coming out. Um, that that was a big thing, and then uh, and then the company, you know, LJN, which we'll get to this here in a, here in a bit because in our bonus section this tonight, this week um, is they had some legal problems as well. So right, it just kind of kind of fizzled it, all that out at that at that time. So so go, going into that, this is kind of where we're gonna deviate a little bit more and kind of talk about our company the companies so yeah um let's talk about ljn because like i said we mentioned them last week on voltron uh, they're also they formulated these toys for bionic six and so yeah let's let's just jump right into ljn okay so uh so this bonus section here we'll do this from time to time on certain uh toy toy manufacturers and stuff like that so um you know, we kind of mentioned LJN last week with Voltron, um, this week with Bionic 6. Um, but LJN was actually founded in 1970 um, by Jack Friedman. Uh, and he actually worked for a company um, before that. And he he got his former boss kind of um, helped out uh, and funded this, this en- endeavor for, for Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, so he named it after his former boss, which was, uh, his initials, but he turned them backwards. So the guy's initials, that was NJL. So he just turned them around backwards and put LJ in. So, yeah. uh, yeah, but Norman J. Lewis was also a toy company in the sixties that, you know, so. Yeah. And that's, and he kind of, kind of helped kinda, fund the LJ in kind of weird company. just to flip the initials and make it yeah. your company. Well, he didn't name him the actual name of the guy. He just he just flipped, just made the initials. But then um, he had uh, Norman had had later sold out, so he got completely out of it. So, but uh, they made several lines from '73 all the way through '88. Uh, we'll run through those here in a few minutes. But um, some of the some of the well, we'll go through that now. So while I'm looking at it, so um, you got you got the most just about everything that. LJN did had a tie-in to, to TV. So you had Emergency. I don't know if either one of y'all have ever seen that TV show, Emergency. Um, I know Dad's watched it a few I was, times. I was so. about to say, I think I've seen it a few times at Dad's house. Yeah, so, so Dad watches it sometimes. Um, the Rookies, which is, I've never even heard of it, but it's like a, a cop-type buddy cop show from the 70s. Uh, so those two came out in 73. Um, you had SWAT, who came out in 76. Um, you had a line of dolls for, for Brooke Shields that they did. <laughs> just Brooke Shields. Um, that was '82. It was just Brooke Shields, like a little Barbie doll. Um, they had different uh, wardrobes and stuff for and stuff like that. And the biggest one they had to date was the ET extraterrestrial from the movie, um, which I, I mentioned last week. My wife is is a huge ET collector, and she's got just about everything that's come out uh, ET on that line um so that what's kind of cool about that was uh, uh when ljn uh bought the rights for et he paid twenty five thousand dollars for the rights wow. uh and then went on to sell it for 16 millions uh, and then Whoa. yeah so talk about a return uh, on investment yeah he went on to sell 16 million dollars worth of et merchandise yeah exactly so that's crazy. So um, throughout the throughout the eighties or nineties, he actually drove around New York in his car 
which had license plates says thanks et which was pretty cool <laughs> so <laughs> so et's the one that helped that 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 gave him all his money gave him his riches so um but after et you know he had advanced dungeons and dragons they made toys for uh they made toys for magna pi uh, they had another another doll type character for boy george uh the movie Dune, they had uh, uh, characters for Dune. They had Gremlins. They had an Indiana Jones uh, series. Uh, I think that's Temple of Doom is what they did for. Uh, they had another set of dolls for Michael Jackson. Uh, they did Rambo. Uh, another big major one they had was Thundercats. That's another one that they did. Made a lot of money off of Thundercats. Uh, there was a show... Maybe it's a movie called V. It's about aliens that come to Earth and they kind of take over people's people and stuff like that. And and uh, so uh, that was part of it. Then they have a wrestling superstars they did. They did Back to the Future. And then Bionic 6 in 86. Uh, then a couple others that, uh, like Oodles. And then a Photon was like a, uh, a laser tag type game they did. And then another, the next big one they had was Voltron. Uh, which they did for that one year. Um, and then Tiger Sharks, Nightmare on Elm Street, and then Who Frayed Roger Rabbit was the last uh, name that they had. So, uh, But anyway, in 85, uh, MCA Universal uh, Entertainment, uh, you know, that makes big movies and stuff like that, they actually acquired LJN um, in an effort to retain more profits from uh, merchandising of these film properties. So, so, you know, all the way through those, they were all TV shows or movies that they made toy lines for. Mm -hmm. So MCA got in on it, um, uh, and, and purchased them. Um, that same year, that's the same year that, uh, they had Thundercats. So MCA universal thought they had a big thing on their hands because Thundercats did so well. So, um, in 86, actually, LJN started publishing video games for the NES system. Um, but most of those games they had had issues, uh, had flaws and stuff in the game, so they weren't the best games at all that they had. Did they, wait, did they, uh, oh, wait, this was before, like, they didn't do the E.T. game, which flaws? No, E.T. was, E.T. was, was Atari. That was Atari, yeah. yeah. Andrew. That was Atari. Yeah, that's Atari. <coughs> yeah. But so, I, it had nothing to do with, with I don't Nintendo. Know. You, <laughs> so, you, you mentioned uh, flopping games, and then, like, I don't know, that's the one that kind of always comes to mind. Always comes to mind. And I always thought ET was ET was one of my favorite games growing up. Although it was hard as heck to get yourself out of those pits, and you kept dying in the pit. But anyway, that's another I mean, whole another story. That's a whole another whole another story on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so. did do they did do the uh, Back to the Future. Uh, mm -hmm. Trying to remember things that I remember. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit for NES? I remember that and, game. That game was a lot but, of fun. Yeah, but they all say that LJN were the worst NES games out there. So. Yeah, that's that's what I, I saw reading up and everything. Yeah, they weren't the best games at all. I enjoyed so, that Who Framed Roger Rabbit game. <laughs> that one just happened to be the one I, I enjoyed that. Riding around yeah, in the it's car. It's like me and E.T., me and yeah, you yeah. and you and Roger Rabbit. There you go. Um, anyway, so the same year in 86, um, LJN created a subsidiary called Intertech. Uh, which is where they kind of started having issues. Now, Intertech uh, was a new line that they used to sell battery-powered water guns. 
and the issue with with the water guns was um, they looked like real guns. There was oh, yeah. no difference between what the water gun looked like and what a real gun looked like. So uh, they had some issues with uh, with cops shooting kids and stuff like that because they thought the kids had a real gun were pointed at them, and it was actually a water gun. Well, the cops didn't know that. And the robbers, you know, bad guys would actually get it and rob convenience stores or banks and stuff with these water guns, and people thought they were real. So... Despite remaking the guns in neon colors later, you know, Intertech never really recovered from that because they had so much negative publicity with these guns. So Right. But, I mean, they tried to, to bring them back out, re-release them in neon colors, and they never did. And, you know, with them being water guns, battery-powered water guns, they were also losing the battle with, uh, super soaker and stuff which was coming out at that same time which were a lot more powerful because they were air pumped um, and not using a little battery power go do 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 you know you had real streams of water with with the with super soaker stuff so right um but you know you know like i said mca got ljn in 85 uh was after their big big thing with thundercats and wwf uh the wrestling figures um, and they thought they had a big deal. They were doing really, really good with those those lines, and then 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 they had some issues. And Bionic Six came out. Well, uh, you know they had the issues with the guns and stuff that same year. So MCA wanted out. MCA Universal wanted out of that situation. So what all they did was they turned around and sold LJN to Acclaim. And if you know Acclaim, Acclaim Entertainment is they make video games right. and stuff like that. So Acclaim got it because they used all those, like we talked about, all the different uh, movie names and stuff like that they could use to make their video games for the NES and Super NES and all that down the line. Because um, at that time, they could only do so many, so many names a year or so many uh, games a year uh, for the NES, so if they had LJN name, they can do just as many off that name, and then a claim name, so they can double their their production out of those games. So, because uh, they can do an additional five releases a year with with the LJN. So, but eventually, uh, Nintendo ended up phasing out that that kind of rule and stuff like that. So, uh, LJN kind of got fizzled out after after that. So. But, you know, the whole thing with the, the Bionic 6 line, it just came at the wrong time. Um, I think if it came out now, that line would be pretty good right now, I believe. But, the, um, but with all that going on and all the legal stuff with LJN, it just kind of went belly up. So, so there was, uh, I think John has something he wants to say real quick, but something else yeah, I had no. in my notes. Yeah. Something that uh, just popped up. I don't think we've really talked about what the toys were made out of. That's that's, that's exactly no, I was, where I was, I was going. <laughs> I was I was about to get to that. Yeah, so, I, well, I was getting through the history part, and it popped in my head. We never talked about what exactly the what they were made out of. So the biggest biggest coolest, you know, the coolest thing about this line was it was made out of diecast. So you had diecast, and you had some plastic parts to yeah. it. Uh, most of the plastic parts they had, uh, uh, they had actually 
uh, see-through. Trans- yeah, the transparent uh, pieces. Transparent spots in them, yeah. Which, so. which aligned with the cartoon because they had parts in the cartoon that, you know, you could see the, the bionic part in the, in the show. Like yeah, like if it was in their screen. arm, you know, the bionic part was in their arm, it would glow on the cartoon. Well, in the in the toy line, it was just a transparent piece that kind of got his light can shine through it. Yeah. So you had most of the most of the figure itself was all die cast, and it had you know the the transparent parts were were plastic. But that is probably the most unique part about this line, and it was a you know three and three quarter inch line. You know we, we've talked about that before with with Star Wars starting that back up starting up. But it was uh, it was that size line, and it was all pretty much all die cast, which no other figure. Everything else was all plastic. Yeah. So, but the only bad thing about having a die cast body is as much as you play with it, that paint's going to chip. And if you want your your characters, especially now, it's the collectors and stuff like that. They want uh, they want the the best specimen they can find. And with that die cast, that when you play around with it, knock it around your toy box, whatever, that paint's going to chip. What if you've got the plastic coloring and the plastic's not going to chip? It's going to be the same color. So that's that's the issue with trying to find, if you're a collector, trying to find the, the best specimen out there for your collection. And a lot of people are turning towards carded ones, which are really, really hard to find on that line. So, so well, another thing that we typically do when we're talking about this, we talk about pop culture and real life and some of our, you know, real stories of having these. Um, we've dove a little more into LJN and the cartoon with this episode because there's no pop culture for these. Like Michael mentioned earlier, <laughs> this was a forgotten toy line and cartoon. There's nothing in pop culture. I was looking up trying to find stuff. There's lots of stuff about Bionic Woman and Six Million Dollar Man. There's nothing about these guys. Like, I I found one thing, and it was just it's just hilarious. It's robot chicken. They did a little robot chicken okay. thing for that lasted about three minutes long. Uh, well, yeah. of course, robot chicken did something. They're you know they do yeah. everything, so that makes sense. And it just just busted out laughing when I was watching it. It's, it's hilarious. So if you guys find it, if, whoever's listening out there, go go watch that little little uh, clip of that robot chicken uh, bionic six. So, uh, yeah. But. We didn't have these toys, did we? Like I don't remember them. I mean, the fact this that this is one line that I don't. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember. You know, I, I've seen the name pop up here and there, but I don't remember the cartoon. I don't remember the the toys themselves. Um, yeah, it's just something. Like I said, it, it just got killed out so quick, and then the cartoon really wasn't the best. The only best thing in it was probably the 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 theme song. I guess it was probably the <laughs> most thing about it. But <laughs> this uh, this thing just fizzled out so quick and wasn't around long enough for, for even me to remember, yeah. So I was kind of looking at a couple of the toys, and I came across, I was looking at Eric, uh, which is Sport 1, a.k.a. Sport 1, which is Jack yeah. and Helen's uh, son. Um, yeah. Not sure from the research I did if all the kids were adopted or not. No, it's just... Uh... There's only two that are adopted. Okay. Because uh, the research I said... And IQ, yeah. yeah. Um, but when I was looking at his toy, and the card looks like a kid, but yeah. the figurine looks like an adult, and he resembles uh, 
What's his name? Scott, I'm going to bash this last name, Bakula off of uh, Quantum Leap and Scott, NCIS. Scott Norton. Bacula. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott Bacula. But Bacula. Yeah. The figurine. The, 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 <laughs> hey, I said I was going to bash it before I said it, but the figurine looks right. like him. Yeah, woo. But if you, <laughs> Scott but if you look at the figurine, it looks like him in NCIS New Orleans as an older man. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, yeah. that don't even look like a kid. It's an adult. Well, the... None of the figures look like, if you're looking at the card art, none of the figures even look like their card art. Yeah, they don't look like uh, Another thing that was that people has have issues with these characters is their uh, the accessories that come with these. Uh, like you said, Eric there, he comes with, what, a baseball bat and a glove. Yeah. What, what does that have to do with his bionic powers? So, well, what does some his name of the, have to do? It's He's Sport 1. So it's sports. Well, he's the, well, the the premise of all these is, you know, they want, it's a family, you know, you, re, you hear the, the theme song, it's all about family, and they wanted the kids to relate to these people. So you have, you have the smart guy, you have the, the sporty guy, um, you have the, the rock one is the girl who, who likes music, um, okay. you got, you got your mom and dad, and then you have uh the the karate karate one um what's his okay. name ben benju 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 uh, yeah benjiro ben, but i mean even with his if you look at what he came with he came with a gun yeah <laughs> and, and another complaint they had with these is the 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 like the guns and stuff they just didn't fit their hands right so you they would always fall off when you're when you're trying to put the gun in their hand it would just fall off their hand uh the uh like the dad he comes in he's got like scuba gear i don't know why scuba gear would uh as accessories would be with go with along with this this guy but it, it does i don't i don't know yeah all the accessories just didn't and the mom and the girl, the mom is, I think her suit is red and she comes with a blue backpack with the, uh, the girl, I can't remember her name, but the girl has, is a, has a blue suit and she has a red belt and red something else. So you figure the mom would have the red accessories and the girl would have the blue accessories. Right. So yeah, all the accessories didn't make sense with any of these. So, so, okay. So that's our... I think we've covered everything on that, right? So that's pretty much all about the toys, yeah. the cartoon, and we've talked about LJN. Um, and I'm just looking at time. I think we're running. We're running. This could be a good episode. Um, so I want to get we into. We thought this wasn't going to be that long because we didn't have any information, but <laughs> right, we, we did, were a little worried we? about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real quick, before we move on with the toy truths, we need to do our toy rankings. Um, I mean, I guess we got to rank these. None of us remember them, so is that an automatic six for all of us? It's a six it's for episode me. Episode six, uh, six it's, for me. It's yeah. a six for me. So I, it's... I actually played with centurions and I, centurions. <laughs> you guys, you guys keep saying centurions. It's centurions. It's centurions. So now you got me saying it. Sorry. It's centurions. And last last week, you guys or week before, y'all were calling them centurions. So it's centurions. I don't remember that. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Centurions, so, I, I remember those, played with them. I had fun with those, but this, these uh, I don't. So six, it's it's ranked on the bottom for me. I think this is the first time since episode one that we all matched. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, so. it's a six yeah. across the board, which, uh, <laughs> sorry, as soon as we get to episode 10 or 11, these guys are out. Um, I just, yeah. I don't remember them. Um, you thought Centurions were going to be out at episode 10 or 11. Right. They, they're actually going to stick around <laughs> for the next one. So yeah, I don't remember yeah. these. Like I said, it's, it's a highly forgotten one. So yeah. Uh, there's our toy ranks. Let's, let's do our toy tourist game. If you guys are ready. I need an intro. All right, let's do it. I need an intro to this. You got, you got shorter. Yeah, you need an intro, but you got shorter, shorter things this week, don't you? I got shorter things. We are tied at four. Um, by the way, Michael thought that my some of my truths from last week were a little long. If you thought <laughs> not that, just, not just Michael. Not just I, Michael. I apologize. <laughs> um, we yeah, have, couldn't remember what the first one was by the time you got to the third one. I was trying to trick you guys up, so it's part of the part of it. So um, I've got I've got four, so you both of you get a, a point, or both of you get two questions here, uh, possible two points. Um, and right now we're tied at four, so four and four. Uh, who wants to go first? Okay. Who wants to John, go? John, you want first? Sure. Why not? John's going okay. first. All right. Here we go. Statement number one. <laughs> The 13 figures were designed and copyrighted by Paul Samolewski, Sim, Simolski, if I can pronounce that right, on behalf of LJN. Statement number two. A f- this is part of the, the intro. This is just a statement out of the part of the intro. A family brought together by faith and given superpowers through the miracle of modern science. And statement number three. Steve Rucker from the Bee Gees helped to write the cartoon theme song. Okay, so I know Paul Samuliski is uh, correct because I actually have that written down on my notes for some reason. Uh, John Butcher's another name. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I butchered it too, I think, so it's fine. Um... I'm gonna go with three, because I don't know who if it, if if they did, but I so, could probably be so wrong on this. So that's not right. Um, okay, so it's the second one. It is the second one. I replaced the word fate with the word faith. Uh, uh, they were brought together by fate and given mm-hmm. superpowers through the miracle of modern science. Now, the reason, actually, the funny thing is, the reason I did this when we watched the cartoon earlier, I had to go back and re-listen to it because I thought he said faith, and I was like. Is this a, like a Christian cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, wait, I, so I had to re-listen to it. Um, but uh, Steve Rucker, who was one of the, ba- he's not one of the uh, BG brothers, uh, but he was a drummer for the Bee Gees uh, on their tour band. Um, and he helped write the theme song for this cartoon. And I, I believe a couple others. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool. Like they're... Uh, they're hit back to the beaches. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other yeah stuff going on with what he did, yeah. Yeah, so... Okay. All right, Michael, you ready? You can take All right, it. let's go. I mean, you've pretty much been in the lead this whole time until last week, so you can take the lead. Yeah. All right, here we go. <clears throat> okay. The family was comprised of Bionic One, Mother One, Sport One, Earth One, Karate One, and IQ. Statement number two. JD, or his name IQ 
was the only member whose codename did not have a number and is actually the strongest of the Bionic 6. And okay. the last one, Bionic 1's powers are mostly related to his bionic eyes and enhanced hearing. Okay. Uh, let me think about that one. I'm going to say <laughs> the first one was wrong. What was wrong about it? There's no Earth 1. There's no Earth 1. <laughs> yeah. um, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember the names off the top of my head. It's Rock 1. Yeah. Rock one. That's it. Rock that's one. the girl. The that's, girl's got. Her, yeah, the girl's got the rock one. Because she's the the music the music buff. So that's where she got that name. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. I was trying to trip you up there to see if I could say it fast enough. You wouldn't catch it. Uh, yeah. That was so easy. <laughs> Good job. I caught it. From, <laughs> I was like. Ah! <laughs> um. All right, John. Here's your chance to tie it back up. Statement number one. The show happens in the near future, but is in an unspecified decade after 1999. Uh, statement number two: the show, the show's finale, finds members of the Bionic Six in a cartoon dimension. And statement number three: Doctor Scarab, or Scarab, is actually Doctor Sharp's cousin. It's three. It's three. You got that right. And their relation <laughs> it's his brother. is that's his brother. Brothers. That's his brother. Um, I was kind of hoping you guys didn't talk about that earlier. Um, we did. So the, the <laughs> last, so the last episode, they're in a cartoon universe. Yes. So in the last episode, um, the whole thing revolves around them going to some show where a cartoon uh, artist is forcefully being retired, and somehow they end up getting sucked into another dimension with him. And they're in a dimension that's much like Looney Tunes. And they themselves okay. then are like drawn like these Looney Tunes. And then they come out of the dimension. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. At the end of it. And even like the last shot of the, the whole show is them sitting around and IQ mentions, you know... Those cartoon characters didn't realize that they were cartoon characters. Maybe we're cartoon characters... And then they're all like, nah, you know, whatever. And then, like, that's the end of the show. Like, it's kind of interesting. It sounds like by the end of the the, the series there, somebody was smoking something <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was the 80s. Whew. It was the 80s. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Um, okay. Here we go. Last right. round. Uh, time for Michael Last to round, maybe either take jump it up or... Two. No. I've already John got, got it. John got the... No, it's tied. Tied. It's tied. Oh, that's right. John got that one. So, yeah, okay, this put me... Never mind. <laughs> Michael doesn't know how to count. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> here we go. Um, statement number one. Show The show ran for two seasons, a total of 65 episodes. Statement number two. Alan Oppenheimer voiced Dr. Sharp and is well known to be, the doctor, to be Dr. Rudy Wells from Bionic Woman and The Six Million Dollar Man. And statement number three. The team could combine powers to apply their abilities, and it was referred to as the Family Link. Third one's wrong. Third one's wrong. What's 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 wrong about it? Well, they all they all link together. I know Oppenheimer did. Uh, did you change something on the Oppenheimer one? That's what I'm trying to think. I know. <laughs> John. <laughs> John's got his fingers crossed. <laughs> 
no, because they, they do link all of it up, but I don't remember what they called it together. Well, so you, I think it's the bionic. You got the that bionic right. link. The bionic link. Yeah, that's what it it's is. It's the bionic link. That's uh, what it is. So I didn't get that one right. Bummer. Yeah, you got it. I was I was about to ask you, John, if you knew what it was. If you knew it was the bionic link. So, all right. Well, that's yeah, I had, it. I had, to, I had to I had to talk that one through. So, so let's see. So yeah. that, uh, you answered it right. So it didn't. Matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. Yeah. That I had puts, to make sure I had that one right. That puts Michael at six and John at five. Yeah. Um, I mean, Michael's. I got to figure out how to trip Michael up more, John. I. It's kind of hard when he's the uh, brains and the one that's actually going through the actual studying the toys. I think. Yeah, he's he's doing a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the study on these. So yeah. So. Um, all right. I think that's. I think that's it. I think that's, that's our uh, Bionic Six episode. Mm-hmm. Anybody have anything else they want to add to that before we wrap this up? No. All right. No, I'm trying to think of something else, but no, I don't think we've got. I think we're good for this week. Well, um, so. before we do our our final sign off, I do want to mention um, <clears throat> if there's, like I said, we've we've kind of we've kind of tried to get people to interact with us a little bit. If there's toy lines that you guys want to hear about, um, I do. Know Joey from uh, the the Four Dorksmen mentioned Mask. Um, I think it was right after our first episode, or even before, when we were talking about that we were going to be doing this. Um, and so we have Mask coming up um, in the near future. Um, if there's anything you guys want to hear, uh, you want us to talk about, you know, send us a line. Let us know. Um, we have that. We have Barbie, Thundercats, Hot Wheels, Polly Pocket, and Mighty Max. Um, we're going to do Legos. Um, Thunder, uh, I said Thundercats, uh, Motu. Um, there's, there's so many more. We've got a, almost a good year full um, of ideas. But you know, if there's something you want to hear, you want us to talk about, you want to learn more about, let us know because we can do pretty much anything at this point. Um, we do have a couple big episodes coming up. Um, this is episode six. I always heard that uh, seven is the magic number. If you can get through seven, um, then maybe you can get to eight. So yeah, <laughs> so that's coming. We get through up. six. Hopefully, we get to seven. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, episode six, I think, is going to be a lot of. Or sorry, episode seven um, is going to be a lot of fun. We got a special one coming for that, and then I don't know. Uh, we have a. We've been toying around with an idea of doing a bracket towards the end of uh, our year. Um, mm-hmm. An idea that Michael got to kind of get everybody to kind of start ranking toys. Um, well, let's see what yeah, you kind of an NCAA where we're, we're thinking about somehow, you know, putting them to two two toy lines together, and everybody votes on those, and they go on to the next round, kind of like the NCAA NCAA playoffs things. Yeah, you know, so bracket tournament. So, well, yeah. a lot more information coming when we get towards the end of the year on that one, um, but that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, like I said, if there's something you want to hear, let us know. Um, also, if you want one of these awesome Toy Rewind stickers to help, you know, have other people know who we are, that, you know, what, you know, we're having fun doing this. Hopefully you guys are having fun listening. Um, if you want one of those, hit us up, give us a question, um, and we'll be happy to send you a sticker or two. Um, we did send a couple out this week, um, to a few of our favorite people that, uh, have been big supporters. Uh, the Four Dorksmen, who I know recorded an episode today um you've got geek together um 
uh, the average nerd, STS guys, nerdy curious. I'm going through the entire Nerds Unite network at this point. Um, there's so many of them. There's people I'm forgetting. Um, help me out. Anybody you guys remember that I'm forgetting? Toy Rewind. Oh, wait, that's us. Yeah. That's us. That's us. Um, yes. So, yeah. I, I, there's so many that I'm forgetting. So, but yeah, listen to them. Um, any of those that, you know, happen to be part of the network, um, all great podcasts. Um, you say think, STS guys. Oh yeah. STS guys said that. I think I said them. Um, okay. Oh, totally rad. And then movie retakes. Um, we also have something coming up, hopefully here in the near future. Um, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you might've noticed um, today, which is Sunday, September 6th um, on the day that we actually recorded. I happened to run across three of the Voltron Lions um, at GameStop. Um, that it's the the new remade '84 versions. Um, yeah, the classic '84 line. The classic '84. So I am in the process. Actually, just ordered the Green Lion. I gotta find the Red Lion. Um, and as soon as I find those, or as soon as I get those in, we're gonna do kind of an unboxing showing of those, uh, which will be awesome. So lots of good stuff coming from us, I think. Um, just different things. Um, I know at some point we're going to do a, we're going to start doing uh, some live streams with some stuff. Um, I'd like to get a, a live stream and tour of Michael's collection that he's got behind him, this huge Hot Wheels collection. Yeah. So just some fun stuff. We're going to start branching out, doing a lot of more stuff. And uh, I hope you guys are on board. Let us know what you think uh, and everything. Hit us up on those social medias. You guys have up. anything else you want to, before we do our final sign off? Nope. Just appreciate everybody listening to us. Thank y'all. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, on behalf of the three of us here at uh, Toy Rewind Podcast, play on. <laughs>